seven. What would you say is the number one thing that terrifies you? Oof. Um, so I don't like tying my shoes. <laughs> and so I usually just tuck my laces into my shoes. Mm-hmm. But then I have to ride an escalator. Oh. And I am so terrified of like losing a leg to an escalator. That, that's valid. That and my sleepwalking, but yeah, that's uh, that's that's yeah, that's the shit that freaks me out and keeps me up at night. How about you? See, I asked this question without having an answer, like prepared. Uh, there are a lot of things that terrify me. I'm a very scared person, <laughs> um, but I guess number one would have to be something so cliche, and I feel like a lot of people feel this way, obviously. Um, but like drowning. Interesting. That's so scary. Like, I whenever I watch movies and, you know, someone ends up with, like, a cinder block tied oh, to their... God. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just knowing that, like, because that would be such a slow death. Yeah, it's futility. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like when you have those dreams where you're fighting somebody, but it feels like you're punching through molasses. Yeah. 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 So, I think that would have to be the number one thing. Fair enough. Yeah. That's, that is fucking scary. Yeah. yeah. Hey, babe. Yeah, babe. Remember that time we watched Terrified? You mean Aterrados? Aterrados. You see? See, I, I love I love that. Yes. I'm Nicole. I'm Topher. And we're the Horror Babes. That is correct. Hello. Welcome. Hi. Have a seat. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get you something? <laughs> Would you like a martini? <laughs> Would you like a martini, dear? Gin or vodka? <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyway... So today we'll be doing the normal format, just in case you're new and don't know what that is. Topher will be taking us through who made this thing, shout out the cast and crew, and then he'll pass the ball over to me, and I will take us through the plot. And then in our third segment, we will analyze said plot. So without further ado, Topher, who made this thing? I don't know. Well, I think you should probably find out in like the next five seconds. It was written and directed by Argentinian director and writer, Dimian Runya. Mm-hmm. He. This is his latest. Um, he's done a few before. Uh, mm-hmm. He's he's definitely yeah. He's done a bunch of writing. He's done a bunch of directing. Uh, he's been on the scene since like 2003 ish. Mm-hmm. Um, his first feature was 2007, but uh, he's been out there making things, making waves for a while now. But yeah, this is a this was a Shutter original. Um, it was originally at uh, Morbido Fest in Mexico. Okay. Um, this is when it first came out, but it was but it was picked up by Shutter to for distribution. Yeah. So you can find it there. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> nice. Um, it stars Maximiliano Guione as Comisario Funes. No, Funes. Sorry, I was I always try to make it a tilde. He's hot. He's very hot. I'll just go ahead and say that. He's, He's hot. hot. He's got like a Gerard Butler thing going on. Oh, yeah. He totally does. Same like sort of square head. He's got like that quaffed hair that I like. Yeah. Salt Damn. and pepper. Yes. Sexy man. Sexy man. Like you can come investigate some things for me. <laughs> <laughs> you want to stay forever? <laughs> just the grandma from Mulan over here. <laughs> uh, we have Norberto Gonzalo as Hano, one of the paranormal investigators. Elvira Oneto as Mora Albrecht, another paranormal investigator. George L. Lewis <laughs> as Rosentock, uh, the third paranormal investigator. There's too many paranormal investigators in this movie. There's a lot. Uh, Julia Tavaina as Alicia. Um, Funes is a ex-girlfriend and mother of a 
child that things happen to. <laughs> of a child, yes. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> uh, Demi and Solomon as Walter, the neighbor. Augustin Ritano as Juan, the other neighbor. And Natalia Senorares as Clara. Um, there's a few other people in here, but um, like the, the kid is just credited as Nino. Oh. <laughs> Matias Rosh- Yeah, uh, Matias Roshkovsky. But yeah, we, we see a few other folks throughout, but these that's that's our main cast. Yeah. Uh, cinematography was from Mariano Suarez, mm-hmm. and editing was from Lionel Cornistein. Sick. Yeah. Um, like I said, it premiered at Morbido Fest in October 2017. It got its full premiere. It was in fewer. It was on fewer than 80 screens, mm. uh, which is pretty small uh, release. Uh, but it came out in May of 2018 in Argentina. Cool. Yeah. Um, I don't have any. I don't know what it cost. I don't know what the budget was and what the receipts were, unfortunately. Okay. But yeah, it's a, it's a nice tight runtime, just under 90 minutes. Yeah, hour 27. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, and it runs well. Like, it doesn't it doesn't take its time doing anything, which we'll get to in a second. Mm-hmm. It's been pretty well received. Mm-hmm. Uh, folks have generally liked it. It's like, um, it's in the mid threes out of five on Letterboxd. I mean um, that's not bad at all. Yeah, and it's in the it's seventy seven percent fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. So, yeah, I uh, I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was I really kind of um, it kind of nailed it in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we're in good company for liking it because Guillermo del Toro also loves it and is looking at <laughs> making his own remake of it. Daddy, sorry. Daddy. <laughs> sorry. But yeah, uh, much like the movie, I'm just going to be kind of in and out on that. That's uh, what I have to say about the making of it for now. Yeah. You want to tell me what happens in it? Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, when Buenos Aires, uh, Clara hears, a, hears some strange voices coming from um, the sink. her kitchen sink. Yeah. Which I get it when I'm home home alone. I was home alone last night, and I was hearing some weird noises. And I was like, I shut the door, and I said, not tonight. I have to go to sleep. <laughs> I said, Marcy, my cat, if you don't know who Marcy is, I was like, you better protect me. Which, honestly, <laughs> she would just leave me for dead. But that's okay. Unless it was a mouse. Oh, yeah. She's protected me from mice, but, like, <laughs> I think I'm good. <laughs> but anyway, it's very sweet of her. So her husband Juan is he comes home and he's like he's like are you sure like the neighbors are doing like construction I don't think yeah. you know maybe you were just hearing that and she's like she's like bitch I'm not crazy I know what I heard <laughs> The voices said they're going to kill me Yeah exactly and he's like oh well maybe it's just the neighbors and she's like you think the neighbors are plotting to kill me <laughs> and I can hear it no I don't think so bro we're dealing with some paranormal activity um, Oh Oh, call back. Anyway, so then it's later that night. They're asleep, but then they hear these thumping sounds. And um, Juan assumes again that it's coming from the house next door where Just they're doing construction. yelling at Walter. Puta! Yeah. <laughs> Walter. Um, so he goes, He yeah, he actually goes over there and is like buzz, like pressing the buzzer. And he's like, yo, the fuck, man? Yeah, like, and some weird stuff up. comes over, comes back over the the box. Yeah, and then he's just like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> and then he just goes back home, where he finds Clara's dead body hovering in midair in their bathroom, violently and repeatedly slamming against, slamming against the wall as if thrown by an invisible this was force. So well done, terrifying. I so... loved this part. I loved this part so much, just because I, you know, you go and you go into any movie, uh, especially a, a horror movie with certain expectations. 
Um, I would say I didn't really know what to expect with this one, uh, but when that happened, I knew I was in good hands. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, okay, this might actually, this has potential to really be really fucking freaky. Yeah, no, I, I, we, you know, we love a slow burn sometimes, yeah. but this one is this not. This one is, is not. not. There's, <laughs> yeah, I should say we, um, we picked this up as a recommendation from, uh, not a direct recommendation, but I heard them talking about it on Gamefully Unemployed, mm-hmm. uh, their Hypecast show. Yeah. I've, uh, Tom Ryman said it was amazing, and I love Tom Ryman, and I trust him implicitly with movie recommendations, so I was like, yeah, I'm in. In. All in. Yeah, this one really, you know, in in a lot of horror films, they ramp up the deaths. This one kind of, you know, this out one the out the gate is just really rough. Yeah, yeah. God, Clara just, yeah, the hovering Clara just like bloody and like banging and against like, the wall. Boom, and like, boom. Watching her skull cave in is just Whoa. it's gruesome. Good for them though. Yeah, and like Juan is like trying to stop. They did very well with yeah. the effects on that. Yeah, and poor Juan is just like trying to like bring her down. Can't do anything. Um, so then Walter, we, we meet Walter, who we've been yelling at (laughs) the neighbor name. (laughs) He's also experiencing some supernatural, um, things. Uh, he says that each night as he tries to sleep, there are invisible forces shaking and moving his furniture, including his bed. Um, he uses like a video camera paranormal activity mm-hmm. style to film the events and he sees this tall naked figure emerging beneath the bed standing over him as he sleeps and hiding in the wardrobe again this shit is freaky it's so fucked up it's, it's fucked so good up. so good yeah um and then we meet alicia through her son who was just drinking water at, at a fountain outside of walter's house just starts backing up yeah, he's got a soccer ball. Yeah, and then in the weirdest way, this kill feels like it happens in slow motion. He gets hit by a car. Or no, it's a full-on bus. It's right? a bus. Yeah. Yes, it's a bus. Sorry. Um, he gets hit by a bus, but it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like Regina George getting hit in Mean Girls by it's a bus. It's not Final it's Destination. Not it's it almost feels like it's going in slow motion to the and that works in their favor of scaring us. You and this is counterintuitive. You would think that. Uh, uh, like boom, it's done. Would scare us more, but no. For it's... some reason, with this kind of feeling, like it's happening slowly, is more terrifying. It's the kid. I think it's because it's a kid. Yeah. Like it's yeah. like he's like seven or eight, right? And like yeah, he's a young kid. It's not over like, quick. Yeah, it's not like like I said. I compared to Final Destination only in that like that is a jump scare almost. Yes. Yes. I mean, it's a, it's a fast kill, and it lands the right way because that movie is like that, right? Yes. But this one hits. Oof! Yeah, yeah. I know. I think, I I, know. I think he did shoot it at a slower speed. It's yeah. It, it feels very different from any other hit and runs, I guess you could say, yeah. that I've seen on on camera. And this one was pro- probably the most unsettling one I've ever seen. Yeah. But anyway, so Alicia is grieving. Um, her son's son's death yeah believe it or not so then we meet paranormal investigator and he also used to be a coroner Ooh, yeah hano he playing around with dead bodies kind of just playing around with dead bodies yikes um alicia's ex-boyfriend who is police commissioner funis um asks him to come to help uh he reveals that the corpse of the dead body is currently sitting at a kitchen table. Yeah. Ugh. It's so gross. It's so well done. Like the the uh, makeup effects here, the creature effects are so good in this movie. I also kind of love 
how this is a little bit I don't know if this was intentional or not, but this scene with them just discussing things while this kid, this dead child is just sitting at the, it's 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 a dark comedy moment for me. It is, but it's also so freaky because like he has like a bowl of cereal in front of him. Oh yeah, he's fully like self-sufficient, <laughs> got, got himself some breakfast and is just sitting there. But like, I don't know, there's just something about them like discussing it and kind of just looking at him. And him mm. fully like, there's some sort of weird tension that's also comedic to me about yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I horror, we've talked about this before. Horror and comedy live in the same space. Yeah. So there's like a trail of muddy footprints, and his they make a comment about like you know his fingers are all scratched up, meaning that he's like dug through dirt for a few hours. Yeah. Um, because I think they're kind of like, did someone like come and get him out? Like what? Yeah, you know, like how? So. After much deliberating, they decide to bring him out to the freezer. Yeah. Because he's stinky. 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 So then Hano bumps into another paranormal investigator. Like, oh, just, you just, know. Just casually. There's so many just, of those. <laughs> there's just so many. You know, you Buenos just, Aires is just, like, dripping just, in them. Just dripping in them, you know. It just, you can't go to your local Starbucks without <laughs> running into a fellow paranormal investigator popped down to the bodega and run into three on the way oh man yeah <laughs> tripping over him we meet dr mora albrick who re- he recognizes from the conference circuit oh yeah you know the conference all the those, yearly uh, yeah all the those yearly paranormal activity paranormal... <laughs> <laughs> like what god too many ghost hunters not enough ghosts right also the conjuring could never <laughs> they try to be just like Maura Albrick, but they could never. So she's actually there to meet Walter because he sent her these video recordings. Um, but now he's just gone. He's up and left. He's, he's AWOL. Yeah. He's gone. So his house is is empty. We meet another supernatural researcher, <laughs> Rosentalk. Like, this so is just mean. pretty intense. So all three of them go and meet Juan. They visit Juan, who is now the main suspect in his wife's murder and is being held in a psychiatric facility. I mean, like, fair enough. Like, if someone told, if some guy came in and was like, my wife was hovering and she was being slammed against the wall, I'd be like, yeah, you did it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's definitely. It's always the husband. Yeah. So they're like, hey, we believe you. We understand, like, that these things do happen. We're on your side. Can we go investigate your house? And he's like, he's like. Yeah, like, what does he have to lose at this point? Nothing. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yes, you can go look Nothing at my house. Nothing to lose, house. everything to gain, yeah. right? Um, I'm in. I'm literally in under psychiatric evaluation. Yeah, like, they're feeding yes. me 15 fucking pills a day. Yes, like, please go investigate my house. Get me out of here. So then the specialists go to um, the street where all of these, all the shit's going down, mm-hmm. and they... They kind of decide that they'll they'll split up among the three houses. They're like, we have to just stay the night there. Yeah, they're doing yeah overnight investigations since all this stuff seems to be except for the boy dying. Yeah, um, everything happened during the the evening. Yeah, yeah. So we've got Funes is with Rosenstock, um, who is at Walter's house, and you know they as as paranormal movies happen. They're all experiencing various levels of of ha- of of what happens shit in a haunting. Is, like yeah. shit hits the fan. They start dying left and right. Um, yeah, because what Hano gets? How does Hano die again? I'm trying to remember. Because Rosentalk's at the very. Oh no, wait. Rosentalk is inside. What? So Rosentalk is like somehow inside of a cupboard. 
Yeah. And then Hano's hand gets stabbed with a knife because there's like this weird magnetic thing happening to the uh, cup to the cupboards. Yeah. The cabinets, which is super cool. I loved that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Albrecht dies because of that that weird gap in the wall. Yeah. Yeah. So she like she explains that like they they investigate like parallel dimensions, and that the one that they're dealing with is super fucked up. It's kind of like. Um, we just talked about it's kind of like the mist like they're yeah. fucking around with dimensions and they cross they've crossed with one that's bad. Yeah. Yeah, so um the only person who's left is Funus and he is like I have to fuck off. I have to get out of here. Well, cuz like Alicia shows back up. Yeah. With and she's got the boy's body. Whoa. Like sitting in the passenger seat of her car and she's like get in. He goes in there and she's like I had to get my son back. Why did you take my son from me? She is full crazy by the end of the movie. Yeah. She's like, why did you Why did you uh, put concrete over his grave? Like, all this shit. And she's like, because I didn't want him to come back. <laughs> Zombie boy is not good. No. No. We don't, we don't like this. So then we're back at the psychiatric facility. The police are still questioning Juan, but then he's distracted by a figure that nobody else can see. Just him. It's a tall man. He says behind them, a man who resembles a burned Rosentock. Oh, right, because Funis uh, burns the house down. Yep. They turn around, seeing nothing except for an empty chair. But then suddenly, the chair flies towards the camera, hurled by an invisible force. Hell yeah. Such a good, typical horror ending here. Yeah, it's funny. I'm going to sound like a hypocrite because I didn't like it at the end of Paranormal I didn't like this as an ending to Paranormal Activity. I loved it as an ending to this movie. Yeah. I think it's because the movie knows exactly what it is. It knows it's a mess. It, it Yeah, it has a lot going on, but it's still more pulled together than... And I'm going to get so much slack for this. Um, it's still more pulled together than the conjur- any Conjuring movie and yeah. Insidious... Yeah, I, this is what James. This is the movie James Wan wants to make. Yeah, this is a successful version of those movies. Yeah, but it's not bogged down in its own lore. It's not bogged down. Like it, it says, characters just go. Like mm-hmm. we do not get any investigation to any character. Yeah, we spend a lot of time with all of them. Like it's it's slow in the middle, but it's not bad slow. Like it's creepy slow. Yeah, but you're not learning anything about the characters because you don't need to. The, yeah. the he knows the reason we're there and the reason is to be terrified mm-hmm. and that's what we do and like he does it really really successfully because he takes the time to scare you mm-hmm. and not to dive into lore and characters right yeah and the the t- so the time that he spends on the lore is precious to him it's very it's it's very hand selected and it's there for you if you want it, but it does. It's not bogged down, like you said. Um, one of my favorite parts of this movie, honestly, was when um, oh god, what was her name? The 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 woman uh, paranormal investigator Albrecht. Albrecht. Yeah. When Albrecht starts talking about water and yeah. how because water is fluid and water can go through you know pipes and like all of these things mm-hmm. she's saying that that is how often dimensions are crossed yeah i found that to be that was one of my favorite parts of the movie because that was such a a perfect taste of the world that they've created but again it's not shoving it down our throats it's Giving us a little, like a little snack and saying like, saying, here, think about this. 
but it explains so much at the same time. You've got the the how the whole thing even fucking starts with the yeah. kitchen sink. You're hearing things in there. And the I mean, boy drinking the water, like it's, yes, it ties together. It all really ties well. it together Clara's in one in the sentence. Shower. Yes, in one sentence, it ties it all together. And I think that that is that was the point where I said, okay, this movie has some brilliance to it. Yeah, it's it's so it's so simple. Yeah, like it's again bogged down is a great way to say like a great phrase because it's not. Yeah. Whereas like yeah, James Wan wants to spend all of his time in the lore and very little time in the scares. Yeah. And even when they are, when when he does the scares, they're not slow. They're not creepy. Mm-hmm. Like you don't get a sense of dread in the Conjuring. Yeah, this had me like, dr- I was dreading this movie. Yeah, it was seriously like it felt. Um, I don't know. It was, it was just very atmospheric. Yes, while still giving you good creepy shit. I enjoyed the cinematography in this too. Yeah, it's a little it's a little cheesy, but it's. it's I thought it worked. Though. Yeah, it's worked. It works for what it. Uh, it's not good through the whole movie, but when it works, it works. Yeah. And I would say the same with the the acting. The acting isn't mm-hmm. amazing, but when it works, it works. Yeah. And like, I think that they're playing on that amazing tactic of things that we can't see. I'm going back to like the water and the pipes and, yeah, you know, totally. because I mean, how many times have you thought like, like, it's creepy what can be in the pipes. We've seen, like, I recently saw where, like, a full-on rat came up through someone's toilet in New York. Oof. Like, I'm always afraid that when I'm, like, going to the bathroom, something's just going to, like, shoot up my butt. <laughs> you know? Like, I don't know. And not our bidet. <laughs> yeah, I'm not talking about a bidet. I'm talking about, like, I don't know, a snake. Ooh. I don't know, man. I I think about weird things sometimes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's probably too much information for strangers to know. But like, I don't know. Has anyone else out there like sat on the toilet and been a little scared? Oh, yeah. No, I remember when I read about uh, Black Widow's making their webs and toilets. And I for a year and a half when I was like nine, I just was so scared of the toilet. Well, and then and so also where a where people generally find themselves around water, they find themselves in a very vulnerable position, right? Like, totally. like I said, going to go into the bathroom, um, or in the shower. Like I've talked about this about um, when we covered Juon, yeah, and and think about Psycho as well. The yeah. famous scene: she's in the shower. Final destination. Shower, yeah. So when you think about it, and then even if you're going in the ocean, you don't know what's there. You're yep. in a vulnerable position because you're in someone else's habitat. Mm-hmm. So I think that there are so many different pieces of this that really play on people's um, fears, but in a very subtle, nuanced way. Yeah, I think, yeah, anything revolving around a bathroom, but especially, yeah, water in general, is it's a great way to show vulnerability. Yeah, it's like the unknown and vulnerability at the same time, which they are connected, but also separate. Yeah, like thinking about even like in the wild, right? When you go to a watering hole, you have to beware of predators, right? Yeah. Um, like that when you see herd animals, that's why they have the prey animals have eyes on the side of their head, not the front, because mm-hmm. they have to like when they're down, they you're vulnerable, right? Mm hmm. You're also, if you're a land animal, you don't move as well in water. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I can, I'm completely with you on that. I love the use of water in, in horror. Yeah. When it's Especially when it's done like this. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that tall, naked man, though, so <laughs> freaky. So, so terrifying. Freaky. Like this, like, pale, like, slender man type figure. Yeah. Ugh. And just, like, you don't, I love that you don't always see him. And when you do, it's really effective. Yes. 
they did a really good job of picking and choosing when you see the quote unquote, I guess, monster. Because we don't really know. Is I, he? We don't know what's going on what, at all. Did he? Is is he um, a zombie like the kid is? Like I don't know. He doesn't really look like it because he doesn't look like he has like decaying flesh. But I can't tell. Yeah, but it, yeah, it's and even I like know. I don't know. This is one of those really good instances of showing the monster. But doing it correctly. Wait, do you think that this is in the same universe as like the descent? (laughs) And that's one of those, like the bat creature. (laughs) He's come up. He's just like, he's lost. (laughs) Thank you. He's lost. He's just lost. The cave's that that way, bro. (laughs) You are far from Kentucky. (laughs) How did you get over here? It's like the pipes. The pipes. (laughs) The pipes are calling. (laughs) Oh, Danny boy. Oh, my God. Oh, God. We lost the thread. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. But, yeah, um, this was uh, giving me... This felt like it could have been a story out of um, Things We Lost in the Fire, another Argentine Oh, my uh, God, yeah. That book is incredible, and I cannot recommend it enough. It's definitely better than this. Like, that book is one of my favorites I've ever read. Stunning. I need to get... I I borrowed it from the New York Library. I need to get my own copy of it. It is stunning. If you... that is a book recommendation I would recommend to just about anybody. It's just beautiful writing. And it's one of those, it's a collection of short stories. Yeah. And it's it's one of those collections of short stories where you think that your favorite one is the last one you read until you read the next one. Yeah. Then you'll have keep, a new favorite. Yeah, they're, yep. all, they're all perfect. Stunning. Um, but yeah, Mariana Enriquez is who, uh, is who wrote that. Yes. You should definitely Highly check. recommend. Anything she's written is amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it gave me. Did you feel that way too? Where it kind of feels like those. It definitely weird, does. Because there's the one. In, there's one set in Buenos Aires that's um, where there. It's the uh, around the side streets. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that one? Yes, I do. It very much felt like that. Yeah, and also with this plot being. Um, very good, but very simple. It feels like a short story because yeah. it's so easy to follow. Also, I mean, there is a lot going on, but yet the structure of the story is feels very like a short story and easy to follow. Mm-hmm. We've got A, B, and C happens, and then yeah, that's it. It's where it's confusing. It's intentional because it is yeah. like it's. I'm comparing it to another thing that we both love, uh, House of Leaves. Like there, yeah. I have no idea what the architecture of these houses is. I don't know like what the structure of the street is. I was confused the entire time in a good way. Yeah, where. That kind of feeling lost makes you, because um, you're you're we're seeing it through Funes's uh, yeah. point of view, right? Yeah, he's kind of our unspoken. He ends he's up being a, our protagonist, more or less. More yeah. or less. Um, I mean, I know that we start with Juan, but um, yeah, but he's he, yeah. Funes is really like he who, becomes, he's the one who's yeah. telling the story, and yeah. I think that's why it's so. Like, if we were seeing it through one of the paranormal investigators, it would be a lot clearer, I think, because yeah. they know what's going on yeah. to a degree. That's true. Uh, That's a Funes good point. Doesn't, and so having him be the the point of view of the film lets us link up with the as the audience lets us link up with the story in that way where we're like I don't know what's happening I don't know what's going on. That's true. On. That's a that's a really good point. And the fact that is um, the translation wasn't amazing. Um, yeah, it was okay. It yeah, wasn't. It was it was a little rough on the translation because this I didn't mention, but this movie is in Spanish, mm-hmm. um, and. You and I both speak enough to like have caught where there were lines that didn't translate right. Yeah, there were certain words where I was like, I don't think that's what that means. But yeah, um, it also could have been just like uh, like Argentine dialect. Stuff, yeah, exactly. I'm I'm not I'm I'm will never um, or I I cannot claim to be perfect perfectly fluent 
yeah at all but so. there was but there was there was just pieces where it didn't quite match up and i was like so it so it part of that was part of why it was a little harder to follow yeah i think as well if i had been awake enough i probably could have just followed it along in spanish but uh yeah right i'm kind of surprised that i love this movie yeah because i yeah because i you know me i'm more i'm always more substance over style um right. i'd rather a horror movie have a good story Mm-hmm. and subtly scare me than just be like all flair. And this is 100% flair. There is no substance to this movie at all. 100%. And that's why I keep relating it to the Conjuring movies, yeah. the, that franchise, because I don't know, there's something, and I I really do think it is that this movie leaves something to the imagination. Mm-hmm. It shows you just enough and where the Conjuring kind of feels like it wants to hold your hand through the whole movie. Oh, it's so hand-holdy. Yeah. Um, and it's, I don't know, it's spending too much time on so many things. And this one, I don't know, it's not it's not my favorite. It's not even my favorite, like, paranormal um, moment, mm-hmm. but... But there's something about it where I would definitely, I would definitely watch it again, and I feel like if I watched it again, I would catch something different, totally, um, or learn something different from it. But with The Conjuring, I'm just like, I watch it once, and I'm like, eh, I yeah, I never want to see it again. Yeah, I get it. Well, and I'm like, I get it too much. You know, you're saying yeah. I get it by yeah. the end of the movie. You're like, oh fuck off, James. Mm-hmm. But no, um, this was Renio did a great job with this because it is, and again, like. Our favorite horror films are super substance. Yeah. Like yours is the witch, mine's the thing. Yeah. Like those are substance heavy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like yeah, the the thing is very flashy. Like it it's it's also very stylistic, and so is the witch. Yeah. But to me, this was like just the perfect like scare you shitless fun romp. Yeah, like I I would be disappointed if a paranormal themed movie didn't have fun with its kills right and, and it's, as sad yeah. as some of the kills make us like the kid did not deserve to die <sighs> i, I mean shit movies it always bothers me so much i know but like they did a really great job with each kill yeah they were all they all felt earned stylistically mm-hmm. um again like there's 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 zero substance to this movie there's nothing and yeah. i think he knows that it, it's like i don't think he wanted to make like a coherent clear story yeah because there's plot holes there's all sorts of shit whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. but like i don't care you know yeah. like it, it's one of those movies where i'm like fine go ahead fuck off i don't give a shit like yeah do you mm-hmm. yeah i love the, i love this movie because of that i think i mm-hmm. think because it doesn't try to have any substance like it's not like uh babadook right it's yeah. not it follows which are both great paranormal movies yeah but they're allegories and yeah. i i like that this is sort of like um house of the devil yeah, this is just fun. Yeah. This is pure fun. And I think it uh, I think it goes back to literally what you said at the beginning of this episode. It knows what it is. Yeah, it knows it exactly what it is. It doesn't try to be anything else. It knows exactly what it is. And I think that, that that makes it, that lends it to a wide variety of audiences mm-hmm. um, because it knows exactly what it is. So you know, you know as an audience member what you're getting yourself into. Yeah, and I... I for the most part. Uh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> At least if you've listened to this. I had no idea what this was going in, but... I didn't either. And I'm I, glad I didn't. I liked, I, yeah, I liked going in blind. Um, but yeah, no, I absolutely do think this is like a House of the Devil type movie. Yeah. Which is another movie that's all styled, no substance, right? Yes. Like, it's just good kills, fun story. Great fashion. Fantastic fashion. Greta Gerwig. 
killing it. Hello. Picking the pepperonis off of this terrible looking pizza. Oh my god, that pizza looks so nasty. Every time I watch that movie, I'm like, oh, how did you make pizza look bad? Here's the spectrum of pizza. That one's at like the bottom and the top is the pizza in a goofy movie. (laughs) (laughs) Like that's where, it's like, where does your, either animated or like in a movie pizza, where does it lie Mm -hmm. on that spectrum? Because that pizza looked fucking disgusting on the House of the Devil. It at least works because she's like, this pizza sucks. (laughs) It's like, yeah, it looks like it sucks, girl. It looks like shit. It looks like fucking frozen pizza. Yeah. Or like cafeteria pizza. Oh, God. I oh I just got a very visceral like taste in my mouth of that, of like very sweet tomato sauce with no other flavor it's except all, like sugar and, and acid and then just grease and then like stale cheese. <laughs> and like cardboard tasting crust. Oh, God. That is such a visceral... Oh, man. I don't think... If you went to college, you know what we're talking about. Exactly. I don't... Th- and then just like heavy on the oregano. Yeah. Thinking that it'll make it better. <laughs> Doesn't. Oh. Uh, but yeah, like I... plain th- food. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm getting riled up about pizza. I've already gotten riled up about bagels this morning. Now I'm getting riled up about pizza. It's like I'm a true New Yorker now. <laughs> it's been eight years. <laughs> Almost nine. Shit. Speaking of substance, style over substance. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. We. I. I just can't. I can't get this movie off my mind. I think it's just that good. Like it. It's. Like Ty West is a better writer. Yeah. For sure. Like House of the Devil is much more coherent. Like it's straightforward. But it's the same vibe. Yeah. Of like, okay, something creepy is going on. Not sure what's going on. Trying to figure out what's going on. Uh oh. Weird. Okay. <laughs> uh oh. Yeah. We love the point where we go, uh oh. Which was several <laughs> times in this movie. I mean, when Clara's hanging from the shower, just like. From jump, yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely went, uh oh. <laughs> but, um,. God, I love when he finds Rosentock's body in the in the cupboard thing or like that Spooky. weird cabinet. And he's like ripping it open with his hands and like you know that always freaks me out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I there's a good focus on hands in this as well. Consistently there's a lot of stuff with hands in this movie. That's true. Cuz the boy they focus on the, the boy's boy. hands. Yeah. Funes's hands with uh, trying to break open this weird cupboard. Hondo's hand being stabbed with the with the knife it's into interesting, the Interesting, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, Albrecht with her hands being pulled into the that crack in the wall that she's sitting and staring at. Yeah. But yeah, I there's lots of really great stuff, and I love that the I love that the creatures can interfere with electronics. Yes. Like the phone is wrong. Yes. The um, the walkie-talkie mm-hmm. is fucked up. Like all this stuff, like everything. It's it's really good use of fuckery like paranormal fuckery to yeah gaslight their characters well and i've seen this before as well where um people relate technology and um those types of waves with water okay where it's something that maybe you can't see but you just expect it to be there or you expect it to work and when it it doesn't then Shit hits the fan. Yeah, I like that. You know? Yeah. Um, I've just I've seen I've seen that happen in a lot of like it's like if you have a paranormal themed movie, then that's the those are the first two things that they're going to affect, other than you know slamming like a bed against the wall. Um, but you know what I mean. It, a a yeah. lot of it is played with water and then people's electronics. Right. Yeah. I mean, we also saw that in uh, Pulse. Yes. Uh, which, again, another movie that we have covered in Adore. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I think that this is just this is the successful version of the Conjuring and Paranormal. Definitely, activity. definitely. This is what like give me this every single time. Don't I, I? I've said this before. I hate when movies write towards being a franchise. Mm-hmm. It bugs the shit out of me because it's not good writing automatically. If you're writing towards a franchise, you can't write it as well as you would if it was just a single film. Yeah, franchises can build themselves. You can tie things in later. Yeah, don't set up for it. Like, please don't. Yeah. Just stop doing that because you lose all of this good substance and good style to being bogged down in lore. Yeah. Um, this is absolutely a movie that if you're a young filmmaker and you want to work in horror, use this movie as an example. This is absolutely a textbook on how to do paranormal correctly. A hundred percent. And I would love to see what people would do with this um, type of idea in the future. And again, not not aiming it towards being a franchise. Like, yeah. it. It doesn't, yeah, like you can you can take certain ideas and not have to build it towards a franchise. And again, like I'm not someone who wants to sit there and just watch someone build up some sort of lore. I would, I love it because I think it's because I love having questions. I love having questions once I finish a movie and yeah. I love being drawn to watch it again because of those questions. I'm the same thing with most media. I like to have questions after I read a book. I like to have questions after I see a musical. I, you know, like I, I love I love investigating, I guess. Yeah, we want more questions than answers sometimes, and that's yeah, a good thing. Yeah, and I just, I don't know. I love, again, I love how this one is just so subtle, and in one sentence, again, it just completely brought everything together and yet made us question, like, okay, well, still, what is going on? And I think that that's a good sign of, uh, of a paranormal-themed movie because we're right there with, um, with the main characters wondering what the fuck is going on. Yeah. And, and I, we're left yeah. that too. We're not, we don't have answers. Yeah, the cops at the end when they're talking to Juan, they're like, Funes is in the wind. He's bounced. He's a fugitive. Well, and and we're kind of just assuming that this paranormal entity or whatever you want to you call it is going to win. Yeah. That's what we can assume at the end. Mm-hmm. No, it's absolutely like that. That's it's, how it's, it leaves it, us, which is... <laughs> it's very Michael Myers, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, I, I I really did appreciate that this movie said, fuck it, let's go. Yeah. Like, it's a hold my beer type movie. No, it was, it, it's great. I really appreciate it. It's, I, I mean, I think I texted you when I finished it. I was like, I was like very pleased with, with, yeah. with that. That was, yeah, that was a fun ride. Yeah, it was a really good time. I was so, so happy with it. Just because it's... Yeah, it's the st- it's stylistically just so cool. Yes, a million percent. And the writing is exactly what it should be. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, this is this is what Paranormal Activity could have done. This is what The Conjuring could have done. Like, yeah, and I mean, he's writing it. He's said he's got a script for uh, Terrified too. I'm but here for it. Yeah. That's fine. Like that. If it's, I hope it's doesn't go the way that Paranormal Activity did, where he builds it out. Right. Like, I want it to be anthology, not a story. You know what I mean? I know. It's so much more interesting that way when just, like, similar things are happening to different people as opposed to being like, well, where did, where did, um, 
where did one go to elementary school? Where, right, you, yeah. You know, like, I don't, I, I, I don't think I need to know that. How many times had Clara encountered this before? Like, yeah, yeah, I, I would rather, yeah. I would rather maybe like another neighborhood in Buenos Aires is, is experiencing certain things. And then you bring back the same paranormal investigator. Except they're all dead. They are all dead. <laughs> Shit. I forgot about that. Um, oops. Uh, I don't know. You maybe Funes comes back into town and it's like yeah, you can I, tie it in that way, but it doesn't need to be like yeah, paranormal activity. Saying like, how did Katie grow up? Or, yeah, was that her name? That's yeah, her Katie, name, right? Yeah. Katie. Yeah. And Mika. Fucking Mika. God. Uh, but yeah, no, I really loved. I think Funes is a really well written character, and I love that Alicia goes fucking crazy. It makes me so happy that when she's freaking out at the end in the car, you're like, oh god, you're like and, oh no, and you like. I think the characters make uh, they don't make stupid decisions. I like that too. That they're not dumb in this movie. They're not. They're set up to as characters. They're written and set up to win, and that's why the ending when you're like. I don't know, man. I think I think you guys are shit out of luck, even though you are very smart and you're making good decisions. I don't think you're going to win. And that's what makes it all the more exciting, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Because uh, uh, they're not going to win. Yeah. There's too many characters, but that's really my only complaint about this movie. Um, the yeah. Ed- the editing is a little sloppy. But... It's a touch convoluted, but uh, with, with just like... The characters. I kept getting Rose track. and Tak and Hano confused. They look the same to me. They're just right. two old dudes. Like, yeah, I feel like we could have done without one paranormal investigator because there there are three houses and four investigators. Yeah, but I guess it's but, three investigators and a cop. True. Eh. <laughs> Did like that we got a cop committing arson. They do that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I think I, it, you're set up so well by the end for the end. Yeah. When Funos is just like, because he, he watches Alicia lose it and he's like, oh, fuck. Like, I'm done with this. And that's when he, and then he goes to the gas station and yeah. he's all freaked out. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I think, I think we get logical, smart, capable characters and that makes the win or the lose uh, so much worse. Yeah. The loss, not the lose. The loss so much yes. worse. Um, yeah, I hate I hate when characters are stupid and they they come out on top, kind of. Like the happy go lucky sort of win. Yeah, that only works in like superhero movie. Whoa, that only really works in superhero movies where you're where that's just kind of their function. Right. You you kind of you you kind of want that from like a Marvel movie. You you feel like you want to be endeared to Captain America, even though he's like kind of he's kind of dumb. Um, and he's, he's, he's like happy, though. he's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's like happy-go-lucky, like hot guy. So he kind of comes out on top and you're just like, yeah, that's just, that's just how that Thor world. Thor is the same way, yeah. Yeah, that's just how that world works. And it's, it's almost comedic at this point where you're just like, wow, like that's, <laughs> you should, you should have died, you know? Right, yeah, you should have lost. You but, just got lucky. Yeah. They got unlucky and I love, I like unlucky. I, think I like that's, Unlucky, too. It's it's a better way to write a lot of times. But yeah, that's about all I've got to say today. Yeah, no, I think that pretty much, that that sums it up, that wraps it up. It's would would definitely recommend. Um, yeah, 10 out of, like, not 10 out of 10, like, there's problems, whatever. But, like, yes, absolutely would recommend. Yeah, you would watch this. If you're thinking about watching The Conjuring, don't, and go watch this. <laughs> that's I think exactly that's a good, right. I think that's a good bow to tie it yeah, up in. Yeah, that's exactly right. 
So you guys know where to find us. We're on Instagram at Horror Babes Podcast. We're on Twitter at Horror Babes Pod. We have a website, horrorbabespod.com. If you're enjoying us, give us a little rating, review on iTunes. Uh, our DMs are always open on Instagram or Twitter. We're always on there. If you guys have any recommendations, any suggestions, we are all ears. So until next time, bye, bye babes. babes. Yeah, babe.